You're listening to Tatiana is Everyone, an Orphan Black podcast. I'm your host, Chris. And my name is Stephanie. And in this week's episode, we are talking about the Orphan Black events that happened at Dragon Con 2014 because Chris and I both attended and we attended almost all of the Orphan Black related events that were there. And we're really excited that we have a guest with us this week. Hi, my name is Annie. I uh, co-host with these two on the Drinks of the Doll podcast and was a convert to Orphan Black through Chris's very persuasive, what's what's the word, pestering. So, but I'm glad I, I was. So, yes, I also did persuasive attend. Persuasive and extensive. Yes, she is a pro. And I also attended Dragon Con and attended a few of the um, fan events for Orphan Black. So Annie's our objective perspective, or slightly more objective than we are. <laughs> slightly less hyper. <laughs> well, well, no, I mean, because Stephanie and I were on Friday nights. Oh, yes, that's panel, right. So, you know. We had a very different perspective of the panel than Annie did. So okay. we, we are we are hoping that she will add some an audience perspective that, that we did not get. Okay. You guys were awful. I wish you would have <laughs> shut up. <laughs> Now, now, I did not say that, ever. <laughs> not yet. Anyway, but we, we're pretty excited. We, we got to meet some listeners. Uh, Joe and Marissa both came up and said hi. I sadly was not there to say hi to Marissa. So hello, Marissa. I'm sorry I missed you. Yeah, it was odd. It was the day I was wearing my Tatiana's Everyone shirt, and I was heading toward the bathroom. And Marissa walked past me, and she said, are you one of the hosts? And I was thinking, hosts of... What? Oh, oh, yes. Yes, I am. Sure. <laughs> but uh, Marissa was very lovely and complimentary, so it was great to chat with you for a little bit, Marissa. And we also talked to Casey, who came up and talked to us after the fan panel that we were on. So so hello, Casey, if you're listening. And uh, let's see, we talked to you. Oh, you talked to Dano, who we met last year at DragonCon. Yes, yes. Sorry, I didn't get to say hi, Dano, also, if you're listening. <laughs> So it was great to get to say hi to some people who are listeners or maybe are listeners now. Hopefully Casey's listening. And then it was also really great to see my, I think my favorite part of Dragon Con was seeing all the great Orphan Black cosplay there this year. I agree. There is always great cosplay at Dragon Con. And we, I, I think Stephanie actually had the cosplayers in the audience of our panel. She had them stand up so we could see them. Hopefully and that wasn't awkward, y'all. <laughs> <laughs> Stephanie apologizes retroactively. But there were, I think there were half a dozen at least, right? Mm -hmm. Mm -hmm. Yep. There, there have been some pictures online of them. I've reblogged and retweeted a few of them, so. Yeah, I saw quite a few Kasimas. Mm-hmm. There were a few Helenas. Mm-hmm. It seemed like the wedding dress outfit with the boots and all the blood was the more pop, was the popular outfit for Helena this year. But I saw some non-bloody Helenas that were really good with the hair and all. Yes. I noticed we ended up walking by one, I forget what day it was. Our, our friend Kevin Batchelder, who has hosted the two roundtables that we've done, he, he was always very excited and would point out the cosplay if, if he saw any. He actually mentioned to us that there was a, a cosplay group on, I think it was Thursday night, he was telling us. And so I'm sorry I missed the group, but I think I also retweeted a picture of them. I assume it was them. I don't actually know. And then we also had at the panel, I, which made me kind of happy, is we had a little dyad group 
where there was a Cosima, a Delphine, and we think maybe a Scott. It was a... a I believe it was Scott, yes. Yeah. yeah. But there were a couple dyad workers in their lab coats, and I really like that. Yeah, they yeah. did a great job. They got the dyad logo on the on the lab coat and everything. Mm-hmm. And there was also a, an Allison and Donnie from the the garage scene this season. <laughs> Complete with bloody gloves and everything. Mm-hmm. Yep, they had the dish gloves that were, you know, bloody. That was probably my favorite part when, when I said, you know, do we have any Orphan Black cosplayers here? And I just see these hands raised that have, like, bloody yellow <laughs> dishing washing gloves on. I was like, okay, what's going on here? <laughs> well, and that was all I could see for a second yeah. from where I was sitting. So I, I, first, I first thought that they were Helena, Helena me too. from the first season. But no, it was Allison and Donnie, which made me really happy. <laughs> and then there was also at that panel, there was a, a woman in the black who, in the black? <laughs> Orphan black. <laughs> there was a woman in, in the back who was, she was Allison, but she was Sarah being Allison from the, the rehab episode. So she was, I like when, when people tackle the like clones being other clones outfits. Which was really clever. Yeah. I think I missed that one. I'm sad I missed that now. I was too busy being nervous about being a panelist, I guess. <laughs> so yeah, I was really excited by the cosplay. I I was like really tempted, but I just couldn't get it together in time. I think really this was an excuse to maybe cut off all my hair because I really want to cut off all my hair. I was what like, are you gonna I, be? Want- <laughs> I wanted to cosplay as Dottie. <laughs> oh yeah, that's right. <laughs> but you, you must tell the the Twitter exchange that our friend Sally had. about your Donnie cosplay. So you have to tell us what you're planning. Well, I would like to, at some point, figure out how to do... Because really, you know, Donnie's kind of iconic moments from the show is probably where he... After he kills Leaky, with all the blood splattered over him, and then in the episode in, in 106, Variations Under Domestication, where Allison is torturing him with the glue gun. And I was like... Because that's like, it's a pretty easy outfit. It's like a gray hoodie, and I think he's wearing some sweatpants. Uh, but I was like, I, you know, I need to find a way to adhere glue globs to my chest <laughs> without, you know, burning the crap out of myself. We're not going to go <laughs> that method, Stephanie. Yeah. <laughs> Thank you. Thank you, Annie. Yes. So our friend Sally tweeted that and like did a hashtag, you know, daddy cosplay and and tagged Christian Brune in the tweet, and he retweeted it, which was pretty cool. <laughs> I believe you told her to tag Christian Brune in I it. Did. I did. And then Sally was like, ooh. But, but then you <laughs> mentioned also that you would have Donnie chest hair, I believe. So, I, Yes, I need to figure out a way to also add some chest hair action. <laughs> well, because I, I gave you a suggestion for how to do the glue globs, but yeah, I don't know how to figure out the chest hair situation. <laughs> You've got a few months to research, Stephanie. <laughs> I know. I might need to see if there's some sort of costume I could buy where it's like a little, fl- I don't like the word, of a flesh-colored uh, shirt <laughs> that you put on and it has like fake chest hair already on it. I feel like there's probably a Halloween costume out there that maybe comes with such a thing. And maybe then I can I'm just sure there is. glue to that. Yeah. yeah. So that's my plan for now. So if we have any cosplay experts listening... Contact Stephanie with <laughs> with any info about how to fake chest hair. <laughs> well, because I was okay. So back to my I wanted to cosplay Donnie. I my immediate thought was, well, he wears a lot of clothes that are not very appropriate for Atlanta in August because you know they're up in Toronto. It's cooler. And then I was thinking, wait, 
There is that scene in the first episode of season two where he's just wearing like his underwear and a gray undershirt. I could totally do that. <laughs> but then I was and then like, she was kicked out of Dragon <laughs> Exactly. <laughs> like I had all the stuff for that and everything, but then I was like, no, they'll kick me out. <laughs> Dragon Con after dark. <laughs> So I guess the first kind of orphan black related panel we went to was the stem cells panel on Friday morning. That was that was the first thing you and I went to. So was it like registering kind of a scientific based panel or what was the format? It was it was from the science track, I believe. Mm -hmm. Yes. So it was a a guy who works for a an organization that does stem cell treatment research. And he just talked about. He talked about stem cells more generally and then sort of the different types of treatments that they're developing with through stem cells, the different types of stem cells that there are. It was I thought it was very interesting. It was. It was really interesting. It was n- not exactly stuff that they've been doing on Orphan Black, but, you know, it's it was still interesting. It was really, really kind of fascinating to learn about the advancements that they've been making and all that sort of thing. So did he make any reference to popular culture like Orphan Black and how it's taking, you know, real science and in sort of a fantastical way and advancing it a few years with what could potentially be done? I don't think there was any reference to Orphan Black, but there were references to other things. I remember Gattaca came up right. and, um, oh, the island came up. Right. And oh, yeah. uh, he compared pluripotent stem cells to Johnny Depp. Yes. And then he, and then multi, I think it was multipotent sense stealthy compared to the foot from Teenage Mutant Ninja Turtles. Yes. The foot clan. Yeah. And Annie sounds lost, I'm guessing. I don't know. I, <laughs> let, let me explain. Okay. So pluripotent stem cells can be anything, which is why they're like Johnny Depp. Hmm. And multipotent stem cells are all the same thing. Right? They're very good at doing one particular thing. Yes, Mm -hmm. that's what it was. Like the Foot Clan from Teenage Mutant Ninja Turtles. So they all look the same, but they're all ninjas. Right. Yeah. Okay, I need to refresh my knowledge of Teenage Mutant Ninja Turtles, but I get your point. (laughs) Okay. Anyway, so so that was the the pop culture references that we can remember from that, that panel. And I did think the panel was really interesting. I wish he had stuck a little more to his his slideshow. It kind of quickly became he encouraged a lot of questions, which is good. But then it kind of quickly became people asking, "I have this disease. What type of <laughs> research mm-hmm. are you are you making in this disease?" Which was still very interesting. But I wish maybe that had been like grouped more toward the end, and he had gotten through more of his his slideshow. But it, it was still incredibly interesting and a lot of stuff I didn't know. Right, there were about three or four, I think at least slides on his his presentation that he just zoomed through <laughs> towards the end so it's like wait but we want to know that stuff <laughs> <laughs> but it was fine how many people attended the panel it was oh packed. it was packed there was standing room only mm-hmm. people came in and sat down on the floor yeah so at least like what 70 people something like that mm-hmm. 80 people maybe i don't know that yeah. sounds reasonable yeah it wasn't in a huge room, but it was it was a full room. Anyway, so that was Friday morning. And then Friday night was the X Track panel that was it was Rob Levy and Serve from Needcoffee.com were the ones doing the panel and we sort of <laughs> I I emailed Lee, the track director, the X Track director, sort of like, I don't know, a week before 
the con, I guess it was, which is when we found out that there was an X-Track Orphan Black panel. And and Lee was very kind and talked to Rob and Serve, and, and they they invited us on, essentially. So so thank you to all three of them for letting us participate. I enjoyed myself. I don't know about you. Oh, I had a good time. I had a good time, besides my, my accidental asshole moment. <laughs> You I had a, I had a really say good those, time. and I'm like, what moment? <laughs> well, I I accidentally talked over Rob. <laughs> uh, well, it happens with five panelists, but I was surprised. Four. It was four oh, panelists, Eddie. You were Excuse there. Me, four. <laughs> well, four panelists and a track director. Well, I thought it was interesting that Orphan Black is on two different tracks on the X track panel and then on the Brit track panel, even though it's not really a Brit show. But anyway, so. Yeah, it's weird. Yeah. So what did you think of the panel, Annie, since you were out in the audience? Well, I, I attended the panel with our friend Sally, who also watches Orphan Black. And um, first off, I thought it, it, it was my first ever fan panel, which Dragon Con is known for, and the co- the concept of which I am unfamiliar with. So, But I thought it was great. I thought it was just like a panel with fans of the show who very eloquently express their differing opinions and you guys did a great job and I'm yeah I'm saying that cuz I'm biased but also it was great because it was just interactions with the audience and the audience were able to get a lot of questions in what do you think's going to happen with Cosima what do you think the mystery is you know behind Kira and her mysterious healing powers and you know what do you think of mrs s do we trust her or not so it was great and at one point though it was so funny to talk to you guys afterwards you're like people are asking us all these questions like we know what's gonna happen but we don't (laughs) which i thought was but i thought it was great because it was a total as a complete interactive fan discussion and i really enjoyed it and although i had a few volunteers on the side of me because i was sitting kind of near where the volunteers were on a table. And it was so funny to hear this one girl under her breath during the whole panel making these very funny comments of, like, when you're talking about Kira, and she's like, well, of course, she saved Cosima because she was going into the light, and blah, blah, blah. And it was just so funny to hear her comments as, you know, you guys and the panelists were talking because she was, like, so into the the discussion, but, you know, wasn't raising her hand. But anyway... But I'm glad I became an Orphan Black fan and was able to truly appreciate that panel. And as we mentioned, all the cosplay was awesome. And I believe there was a Cosima, and I love how you had brought this up, Stephanie, with your Donnie idea, but it doesn't matter what gender you are. You can dress as any gender, any costume. It doesn't matter, you know? So I believe we had a male dressed up as Cosima, and it doesn't matter. You know, I love that. So I could dress up as Donnie. I could dress up as Dr. Leakey. It doesn't matter. So I love that that aspect of Comic-Con when it comes to the cosplay, and it was great to see it. Um, But yeah, it was a very smooth, very well-run panel, and um, I appreciated everybody's opinions, even if some people differed. And um, what was the one panelist? He was like, well, sometimes the comedy is a bit overdone in this aspect, and, you know, not everybody has that opinion, but it's good to see, you know, everybody's got their uh, differing, differing viewpoints, so. Yeah, that was serve. Oh yeah. Yeah, I kind yeah. of felt a little a little uh well not sorry, but I thought it was funny after a while because Serve he was a he was a great panelist. Both Rob yeah. and Serve were great panelists. They were very mm-hmm. knowledgeable about the show. But Serve just had like it seemed like the the different opinion from the majority of the room. So he would, you know, explain why he, Which is a good thing. Yeah, yeah, but he would explain why he thought this thing and then the rest of us would kind of be like, Well, I kinda liked it. Yeah. <laughs> 
The audience would be like, huh? Yeah. <laughs> it was just it was just kind of funny to me. Mm-hmm. It was. And I think they recorded the panel for presumably for their their podcast. So when they release it, we will link to it. Yeah, that's good. Because I do I, I'm sorry I can't remember specifics. I just have my general impression. But yeah, you you all were very professional and very very smooth and how you answer things, which I certainly cannot be when I am podcasting. So I would never be a panelist. I'd be too terrified. So you did very well, Chris, despite your nerves. Well, thanks, Annie. It was it was my first panel. So mm-hmm. I was a little anxious about it, but but it was fun. Mm-hmm. And it, that was it was a packed room there, too, which was yeah. Oh, yeah, yeah, completely standing room only as well. I was surprised we were able to get seats. I'm glad you guys were. Mm-hmm. I was also worried about that when I walked in. It's like, oh, oops. But you're a panelist. You have a guaranteed seat, Chris. <laughs> no, no, not me, but for you and Sally. Since I needed my cheering they, they section there. They made Chris there. sit on the table. <laughs> it's like, I need somebody in the audience to agree with me. <laughs> we would or have at been least there to, to be so. supportive, even if you hated everything I said. <laughs> oh, I did think it was interesting. This is a, a something that Joe, one of our Tatiana's Everyone listeners, brought up at the panel. He mentioned that... He was looking up the whole mirrored organ concept to see if it was mm-hmm. a real thing, which it is. And he actually found out that, that Catherine O'Hara has mirrored organs. And he, he wondered, cause they, they mentioned at the San Diego Comic Con panel that they would love to bring Allison's mother on the show, the writers that is, that's who I mean by they, that they'd love to bring Allison's mother on the show. And like when asked who they might get to play her, they, they, named Catherine O'Hara. And, and while I don't know that they they necessarily were like, oh, knew that she had mirrored organs, I thought that was interesting that, that Joe had kind of discovered that strange kind of connection between fantasy casting and what had happened on the show. And now I really want to see Catherine O'Hara as Allison's mother. She'd be great as Allison's mother. It would be so perfect. I can't mm-hmm. even... I can't see, even begin I, to... I can't remember what she looks like. So do, do you think she's a good match for Allison's mother? Like, uh, appearance-wise? Well, but that doesn't matter so much, does it? Because they're all clones and not actually oh, yeah. biologically related. <laughs> That's right. Duh. Yeah. Duh. <laughs> she Sorry, doesn't I forgot about the science part. Like, Tatiana Maslany, but, you know, they could fudge it. Get mm-hmm. a, if they show her, her father, get an actor that looks more like Tatiana Maslany to kind of Yeah, but then again, out, but. considering who Sarah and Helena's mother is, yeah. yeah. I'm like, oh, yeah, the clone part. She was just carrying the... Yeah, she clones. was surrogate. Yeah. yeah, surrogate. Yeah. So all the clones' parents are surrogates. Is that correct? Sorry, I'm I'm misremembering the science of the show. They are, but I think most of them didn't know that. Most yeah. of them thought that they were implanted with their own biological mm-hmm. material. Mm-hmm. Right, and certainly what Tony says uh, indicates as much. Yeah, because he says something about how. You know, well, my mom always said that they made a mistake at the fertility clinic or something like that, right? Right. Uh, yeah. Okay. But yeah, but like personality-wise, I could totally see Catherine O'Hara yes. playing uh. Allison's mom. Yeah, for sure. And like everything suddenly makes so much more sense. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> anyway, we got some good discussion in on Friday night, I feel mm-hmm. like. We did. We did. So jumping ahead to Sunday, there was actually a morning panel that we weren't able to go to, and I was very disappointed that we weren't, but we just had we had something, another panel that kind of took precedence. But yep. there was a panel about called Science Conspiracies in the Government, and it hmm. covered 
the science that is kind of the foundational to shows like Orphan Black, Fringe, and Person of Interest. So if anybody listening went to that panel and would like to respond and let us know kind of what was discussed and how it went, we'd be very curious to know kind of how the discussion went. We want details. Was that part of the science track again? I think it was a co-hosted track uh, that was done by the science track and the X track. Oh, cool. But yeah, I'm I'm also bummed that we didn't get to go to that because I think that would have been really interesting. Maybe they'll, I don't know, maybe they'll do something similar next year, I, but maybe not. We'll see. Or maybe there's audio somewhere. Yes. Or a, a video. That'd I actually cool. haven't looked yet because I'm, <laughs> I'm just recently recovered from last weekend. I know, right? <laughs> I know, me too. That's why I haven't done anything yet. And then Sunday night was the Brit Track panel, which was hosted by Ken Spivey, who incidentally said that he had just watched the series like the week before wow. the panel. I Talk about a, a new, that's even a newer clone club member than me. Yep. Apparently he did it as a favor for the Brit track director who couldn't host the panel or something. I, I don't know. But they actually had Henry Hanks who writes for CNN on the panel too. So I'm, I'm a little disappointed we didn't get to hear more from him. Yeah, he only made a few comments, but whenever whenever he did, it was always really interesting. So, I'm, I, I I too was disappointed we didn't hear more from Henry. So that was um, how many panelists? There were four panelists. I, I didn't catch the names of the two women on the panel. Did you? I didn't. Sadly, I couldn't find them written anywhere either. Yeah, they don't always list the names of all of the panelists if they're not, you know, actors or special guests of the con. They don't always list them in the in the app and, and directory and things like that. Mm-hmm. So thoughts on the panel, Annie? <laughs> oh, no, no. I was going to ask your impressions first, because I was trying to find the room for quite a while, and I was coming from another event, and I had to come to the Sheraton. Luckily, I knew where it was, and I'm like, why am I looking for a Brit track panel? Why is Orphan Black in the Brit track panel? And I was wondering if that was the case the year before, where it was in the Bur- yes. Brit track well- Last year, they had the same as this year. They had an X-Track panel and a Brit-Track panel. Mm-hmm. And this year, much like last year, the Brit-Track panel was quite a bit more chaotic, let's say, than the <laughs> X-Track panel. Because the X-Track panel is pretty orderly. You know, people would take turns asking questions and, you know, the panelists would answer and maybe there'd be a, like a little bit of back and forth discussion. But I think at least a couple times during the Brit-Track panel, last year and this year, like three separate conversations broke out at one time. And yeah, so it was kind of hard to hear everybody. And it could just be that people were it's Sunday and everybody's a little hungover and a little excitable and who knows, but I, I found it hard to catch everything. So that was my impression. I mean, it's like the people who wanted to talk really wanted to talk about, you know, Cosima or whatever, you know, whatever plot line. And I do appreciate the, the enthusiasm, but it does yes. make it hard to follow what's going on. So what did you think, Stephanie? Um, I don't want to be super negative because I try not to do that. But I think criti- some constructive criticism is important. And yeah, I, it was a pretty chaotic panel. I felt like the panel was pretty dominated by one of the panelists. And I wish that we had gotten to hear more from the others and I wish there was a little bit more, there was less chatter in the room, so it was easier to hear mm-hmm. folks. Also, if you were at the panel and were hearing the discussion, 
Paul, it does not work for the CIA. Paul does not work for the CIA. Oh, yes. I remember <laughs> you guys bringing that up. I was like, you know. Yes. There was, there was someone there who was swearing that Paul was CIA. He is not. He is, he is in a U.S. Army uniform mm-hmm. at the end of season two. So he is, he is in the U.S. Army. Paul. I was like, he's military. The one thing I did like about the Brit Track panel was the enthusiastic dancing by the cosplayers at the end when they turned on the music from the clone dance. Yes, we we should mention this too. They they did close out the Brit Track panel by playing the Water Prayer. What was it the the remix? Yeah, it's the Matha Alien re- remix. Yes, thank you. And so they played that, and somebody had it on their phone, fortunately. So they played it into the microphone and. They got the the people cosplaying to sort of kick off the dancing because mm-hmm. they were trying to get the entire room to dance. Yes, yeah, so Joe told us that he he tried to do something similar prior to the extract panel on Friday night, but nobody nobody was responsive, which makes me <laughs> sad. <laughs> people no. were like, "Could you turn that down a little bit?" <laughs> Is that what they? Oh man. I was, yeah, I was talking to somebody people. else, so I didn't get to talk to Joe as much as you did. It's the clone yeah. dance. I would have danced. <laughs> so, yeah. So, thank you, Joe, for trying. I'm sorry you didn't get more response. If only they'd been in the car with us on our way to Atlanta. I know. There was so much dancing. I made up an Orphan Black playlist for us. and uh, Oh, I thought you were going to say sp- you made up an Orphan Black dance. I'm like, do it right now. <laughs> we did not. Not really. We We just sort of... <laughs> We, well, here, okay, so here's the thing. <laughs> I think we got to Wannabe by the Spice Girls. Oh my God. And I forget, I forget exactly what it was that Stephanie said, but Stephanie made some comment about knowing too many of the words or something about being concerned about knowing the words to Wannabe. And so I, I think I said something that you took as a challenge <laughs> about how many words do you know? Something like this. I don't know. So then we're like singing fairly loudly in the car along to the Spice Girls. And uh, I think it continued through the rest of of the playlist. And when we got to Water Prayer, we did, in fact, uh, break into crazy dancing. You did some seat seat dancing. We did. Yes. Yes. We we attempted to do as as well as you can when seated the, the different clone dances we did not well i didn't because i was driving i did not helena dance because (laughs) i I could just see you guys veering off the side of the road into a ditch (laughs) because someone was helena dancing when they were driving (laughs) no i i did it for about what two or five seconds somewhere in there because that's that's really all you can do without passing out (laughs) (laughs) or at least in that confined space or or, yeah yeah. having the seatbelt catch you on the neck and you know, yeah, Do, doing any more would have been just too dangerous. But uh, <laughs> oh, I wish I could have been in your car. <laughs> Next year, fly fly to Dallas. And oh my god, we will drive yeah, out, which together. will cost just as much as flying to Atlanta. But then I can ride in your car. Okay, <laughs> that makes sense. <laughs> you just said you wish you'd been with us, and that's, that's how that's it would true. have to happen. That's true. But then again, I might not want to be with you after I've been in a car with you for 13 hours. So we'll see. This is fair. Okay. Anyway. Stephanie hates me now, by the way. No, I'm kidding. I'm kidding. I th- hope I'm kidding. <laughs> well, it's really the only reason I'm agreeing to talk to you right now is because Annie's here. If she wasn't here, I wouldn't be here. <laughs> okay. If there's Alrighty. no episode next week. <laughs> if there's no episode. You'll know why. 
If there's no episode after this, you'll know why. <laughs> but thank you again to to the people that we, we got to chat with, got to say hi to. It was so nice to get to meet y'all. We had a lot of fun at the, the Orphan Black stuff at, at Dragon Con. Hopefully one day we'll get maybe some cast members there. That'd be cool. I'm hoping it'll happen next year. I'm really, really... I'm really surprised it hasn't happened yet. But, yeah. Yeah, I mean, it's it's early yet, so maybe maybe next year. I don't know. Mm-hmm. Here's hoping. Fingers crossed, everybody. But if you were at Dragon Con and you'd like to tell us what your experience was like, we'd appreciate to hear your thoughts. You can go and leave a comment on the show notes for this episode over at tatianaiseveryone.com slash 46. You can also send us an email, feedback at tatianaiseveryone.com. Or you can send us a voice message by clicking on the send voicemail tab on the right hand side of the website. You can also connect with us on Twitter at TIE podcast and on Facebook. And we'd like to thank everybody who's left us a review on iTunes. We really, really appreciate that. Uh, if you're inclined to leave us a review on iTunes or Stitcher, there are links to do so at tatianaiseveryone.com slash support. You can also find a link to our Zazzle store there. We've got some neat stuff with our logo on it and just some doofy fun stuff because I can't help myself. <laughs> and thank you to Annie for providing an audience member's perspective, a different perspective. There we go. On on the on the events at DragonCon. Well, Even thank- if it is still biased. Yes. Well, thank you for inviting me and thank you for getting me into Orphan Black. I really appreciate the, being a member of the Clone Club and the crazy journey it takes us all on. Yay! Yay, Clone Club! Yay! Yay. Can I can I say who Tatiana is this week? Go for it. This week, Chris's neck cramp from trying to do the Helena dance was played by Tatiana Maslany. <laughs> I like it. Thanks for listening. 